Hey friends, in our last episode, I shared four ways you can reduce your to-do list by 50%. And one of those ways was to set boundaries. If you recall, I gave you a permission slip to say no to others asking you to take on more, to do them favors, even to yourself, to not be distracted, right? And the thought of setting boundaries might actually trigger negative feelings for you. And I want to be sensitive to that. So today I am posing the question, should you feel guilty about setting boundaries? And to answer this question, I'm sharing three verses that will help you think through this so that you can respond truthfully and in a God-honoring biblical way. All right, grab your Bible and your highlighter. If you're a note taker, make sure you have your notebook and a pen and let's do it. Listening to Her Renewed Strength, the podcast, a place where you, my sisters in Christ, are encouraged to walk by faith and equipped to live well, steward well, and set your minds on eternity. I'm your host, Erica Diaz Castro, your Jesus loving Puerto Rican life coach. If you're tired of living a life burdened by anxiety, burnout, or overwhelm, if you're ready to do more of what you love, create more space for the things and people that matter most, and better steward the gifts and resources God graced you with? If you want coaching, encouragement, fellowship, and just a friend to help you shift your perspective from the temporal to the eternal, you're in the right place. Grab a coffee, journal, and a pen. Let's invite the Holy Spirit to the party, and let's dig into today's episode. Let's start with today's featured review. And this is from Slow Learner and New System. (laughs) First of all, why I love this, but also it's okay. I can be a slow learner too. Okay, Slow Learner and New System says, I'm so glad I listened. This is great. Anchor me to what I know to be true and use God's word as he tells you to. You go, girl. I'm going to re-listen because I need this. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. That's actually really funny. I feel like you have a good sense of humor. So thank you. I don't know who you are, but I hope you're inside the Facebook group. If you are, make sure that you're commenting on the episode posts so that I can put a name to a screen name. Yeah. Awesome. So today, like I said, I'm answering this question, should you feel guilty about setting boundaries? Because a lot of people do feel guilty. So if so many people feel guilty, is it something that we should be feeling, right? Like this collective sense of feeling bad or feeling like it's not something that we should do. What does that actually come from? Where does it come from? What does it mean? And you know, I think it's important when we're asking these types of questions to remember that if we're led by our feelings, then there's not going to be objective truth that speaks to this. There will not be a real response. It's just going to be a bunch of opinions. So I don't want to give you my opinion, to be honest. I don't even know that I'm going to actually give you like one word answer. Yes, you should feel this way. No, you shouldn't. Because there are some things that we need to consider. So to help us consider the right things, I have three verses I'm going to be sharing. And the first is in Genesis. This is Genesis 20 verse nine. Then Abimelech called Abraham in and said, what have you done to us? 
How have I wronged you that you have brought such great guilt upon me and my kingdom? You have done things to me that should never be done. And if you know this part of Genesis, this is when Abraham and his wife are, you know, in this place. And Abraham basically got scared that his beautiful wife was going to be coveted by this dude. And that if he said he was her husband, he was going to get killed. So he says that his wife is his sister and that's not his sister. And so he goes to lay with her. Abimelech goes to lay with her and, um, he has a dream (laughs) and the Lord tells him like, that's not his sister. That's his wife. You need to not be laying with this girl. So the word guilt is here. And the interesting thing is that this is the NIV, right? NIV and like all these different translations, they use words that will essentially mean in context, you know, the same thing or similar things. Um, In the King James version, the word for guilt is actually sin. It reads that you have brought on me and my kingdom a great sin, right? So when you hear that, it actually kind of changes things, right? Sin is what separates us from the Lord, right? It is when we transgress against God. So if that word sin is actually meant by guilt, then it begs the question, what is the sin that was committed, right? What is the transgression? And here, Abraham was putting trust in himself and trying to take matters into his own hands, which him and his wife be doing, right? And it ends up being the wrong thing to do because ultimately this isn't what God wanted them to, the way that God wanted them to respond. So I, again, encourage you to check out Genesis chapter 20, verse nine. You know what? Read the whole chapter and then it will help you to better understand what was happening, okay? The next verse that I'm gonna share is in John, the gospel of John, and it's chapter nine, verse 41. Jesus said, if you were blind, you would not be guilty of sin. But now that you claim you can see, your guilt remains. Okay. So if you were blind, you would not be guilty of sin. So the word guilty here is alluding to sin, right? But now that you claim you can see, your guilt remains. In the NASB, it's actually your sin remains. So again, that word guilt is actually being swapped out for the word sin. And what I found interesting as I was reading through this and just kind of preparing for today's episode, I understand that sometimes we it's hard for us to conceptualize what guilt is when we just use it in the way that we use it in today's world. But when you go back to God's word and you actually see the way that it comes up, it's identifying something in our hearts, right? Because sin reveals the condition of our hearts that is at a line, right? It's not aligned with how God wants us to be. And it actually is putting distance between us and the Lord. Okay, quick break. Here is a short message from our sponsor slash podcast producer. Have you been dreaming of launching your own podcast, but you don't know how and where to start? It's too much. It's overwhelming. Trust me. I get it. Let George Joy podcast production and management services help you effortlessly launch, syndicate, 
and grow your podcast. Message Jorah's Joy at facebook.com forward slash Jorah's Joy. All right, back to the show. So that leads me to the third verse. And this is in Acts, the book of Acts, chapter 25, verse 11. If, however, I am guilty of doing anything deserving death, I do not refuse to die. But if the charges brought against me by these Jews are not true, no one has the right to hand me over to them. I appeal to Caesar. I appeal to Caesar, to the highest court in the land. <laughs> All right, so that word guilt, again, is actually the word wrongdoer. Okay, if then I am a wrongdoer and have committed anything worthy of death, blah, blah, blah. Not blah, 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 but you know. And so it says, wrongdoer, someone who is doing wrong, almost too easy. The thing about that is that if you consider what we just talked about in Genesis, if you consider what we just read in the Gospel of John, sin is doing wrong, right? Transgression. Wrongdoing is a transgression, right? So in other words, it's saying, if I am a wrongdoer, if I am a transgressor, right? and have committed anything worthy of death. And let's just tactical pause right here. Sin is worthy of death, right? That is why we need a savior in the first place. That is why Jesus came down and became sin, a sin offering in our place so that we would not have eternal death, but instead have eternal life, okay? Now, looping it back to this question, should you feel guilty about setting boundaries? The question is, is the guilt you feel rooted in your identifying that your desire for that boundary is sinful? I'm going to rephrase sometimes too many words is too much, right? Did you set the boundary because what you wanted was actually something that would put distance between you and the Lord, right? Are you setting the boundary out of selfish ambition? Are you setting the boundary because you're seeking division instead of unity? Are you setting a boundary because you don't want to deal with someone because you're being impatient, because you're appealing to your own flesh? Or are you setting the boundary because it's healthy, because it actually is allowing you to properly prioritize the, the ministry at home, the things that the Lord has given you to steward? These are not clear-cut answers, right? Like you need to actually sit with this and work through it and pray about it and ask that the Lord would reveal whatever in you you might not be aware of because he knows your heart, because he knows your thoughts. And maybe in the split second before you identified that you needed to set the boundary, the thought was actually something that would reveal your sinful heart the sinful condition of your heart, but it happened so fast. You thought through it so fast that you just aren't recalling it. So pray that the Lord would help you to recall these things, right? I'm not a, an expert at these things, right? Like there are things that I'm working through too. There are things that when I think about them, I can rationalize pretty much anything because that's how we are, right? The Lord made us smart. We could convince ourselves and others of things we're we have abilities to be just as cunning as the serpent, 
in Genesis 3. And I wonder sometimes if that ability is being abused or if that ability is being underused, right? Sometimes we can use that ability to be articulate and to be able to help others understand. We underuse it and it it ends up being the thing that we aren't maximizing on, right? It helps us to bridge gaps with other people, to bridge communication gaps and to really help bring unity into relationships. But again, what we want to do is seek the Lord first. So I pray that you would surrender, that you would submit to the Lord, whatever it is that you're grappling with, and that as you wrestle with it, that you would just have peace in knowing that you can trust that God's going to work in you. And even if something ugly comes up, you are able to approach the throne of God and ask for forgiveness, right? Repentance is so important in our walk with him. So I do hope that this helps. And if there's anything that you are wondering or struggling with and you want some extra prayer, you know, we do have these posted inside of the Facebook group so that we can facilitate conversation around the podcast episode. So I hope that you would consider it. And if you're still struggling with boundaries and you don't know what to how to set them or what to do or when to implement them, right? When it's appropriate. We're going to be talking about that inside of the Productivity Beyond the Planner workshop on February 15th. It's going to be a great opportunity for you to learn, to connect, and to potentially get live coaching because I will be doing some live coaching inside of the workshop. It's completely free. It'll be a one-hour workshop on Zoom. So make sure that you register and you can go to herrenewedstrength.com forward slash workshop. And this is going to be a workshop that helps you to develop a time management system that puts God first, that reduces overwhelm, and that actually works so you can get things done. Yeah. I hope I see you there. And if I don't, I'll see you next time. God bless you. Bye. Hey, sister girl, if you love today's episode, the best way you can show love and support is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. This helps other Christian women who want that same support and valuable content actually find the show. Oh, and if you're ready for more and you want to learn about free group Bible study, upcoming events, free courses, and other services, head to HerRenewedStrength.com and subscribe to the weekly newsletter to become an insider. You'll get my weekly top five extra tips and bonuses. I'll see you on the inside.